The whole thing I want to talk about was this shift coming right now. If you don't get, get and find massive self-discipline, this market is going to discipline you in a very painful way. Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals along with our unmatched marketing has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area, and this is how we do it. Uh, it just has to do with the shift. I think we can all agree that there's a shift coming, right? Um, the shift is here. I think if you're brand new, you have a huge advantage. Why do you think that is? Right? People that got in the business two years ago are spoiled. Why? Which is not how real estate is. It's never been that way except for these past few years. And so I want you guys to understand that it's super important. And I want you guys to look. This word here, discipline, what's that mean to you guys? Discipline, what's that mean? Showing up, okay. And that's all the good positive stuff. Anybody else get disciplined as a kid? There's an external part of discipline that is external. That also usually means you're getting your ass whipped. No better way to say that, right? There's another type of discipline, which is what? Internal, which is what? All the things that you guys just named, right? All the things that y'all named to me were internal disciplines, meaning they're self-disciplines, meaning that, hey, I can do this. But the problem is we know we need to do it, but a lot of times we don't do it. Are you guys with me on that? Frenzy over. Interest rates at 8% right now for second homes. And that's sometimes buying points down. 25% less sales, right? And so there's a lot less buyers now. I think Myrtle Beach is very well insulated. If you're brand new to the scary, I think there's a huge advantage for you. But I'm just telling you, ultimately what happens is there's a big turning point right now what's happening in the market, and it's going to come down to discipline. You have to choose massive self-discipline, which can be less painful, or the market's going to discipline you in the form of having one or two sales in your, in your, your account. I looked at some of that account. I was highly disappointed. There's people here who should have four or five a month who had zero last month listed as sales. A lot of people had one listed as sales last month who should have five or six. That right there is a pure, pure example of what? Their level of self-discipline in the shift, Period. Everyone here has the same tools, the same leads, the same processes. We're a huge advantage over anybody else. But what's happening is everyone else is still operating the way things were, even though we've talked about it 50 times, and the facts of the market have shown that things have changed. Okay, and so what I'm going to share with you guys today, I think, is kind of what I designed to talk about. It's called the shift matrix, right? It's really four things, but I just want it to be kind of a wake-up call. Of like, look, and this is something we talked about in one of my mastermind groups about the discipline piece is that if you don't get self-discipline really quick, the market's going to discipline you. That's super, super true right now. And so the key thing I want you guys to have uh, in going through this shift matrix here, the first step, what do you guys, any idea what it is? The first one's going to be awareness. What do you think that means? Awareness. Why is that in there? They think they're still crushing and doing everything else, but they don't realize that they're not. Right? Right? They think they're still doing great, but they're not aware. And so the first thing I need you guys to be aware of and Really, this is the biggest gift I can give you guys today. This whole thing is, you need to have awareness of me. What do you think that means, awareness of me? Discipline. My discipline, am I showing up? How much do I show up? What's my attendance rate? 
There's a lot of people who think they're crushing it who actually aren't. Look at the huddle attendance, look at the numbers, all the things are going on, it's, it's, it's very bad. Right? So that comes down to me. Also, my habits. What are my habits? I need to have super hyper-awareness of what my habits are. Why? Because that's going to expose me and what my adjustments are. And I teach you about this all the time and people go back and do the same exact things, but it's so easy for you to see on the outside, but you can't see it from the inside out. You don't notice the patterns after patterns after patterns where it really kind of costs you and ultimately this is what's going to make or break you going forward in this new world, new discipline that needs to be had. Super important piece there. Third piece, which is obviously a part of that, my awareness of my discipline. All these are self-aware and the, the more deep awareness you have, the more power you're going to have against yourself. And the fourth one's going to be my results slash skill sets. Big time. They say it's not my fault. I just had this person who wasn't qualified or whatever it is, but they're not aware that, hey, look, I have zero sales showing up in the, old, the, the sales report for the entire MLS last month. Right? Whatever it is in that scenario, there has to be a type of aware so that you can make moves before it's too late or before. Obviously, it's much deeper for you to dig out. And the biggest gift I can give you guys and yourself is just that gift of awareness to understand, okay, how can I get deeper understanding what am I doing, my habits, my disciplines, and really being aware and able to be real with myself about what's going on in terms of my, my habits. The market's really easy to win going forward if you can master this piece. Why? Because most of the agents have been used to the gravy train of what it's been like the past few years, and ultimately, when things shift, they don't shift. We have a huge advantage here because I've been through it before in 2007, 2008, 2009. Uh, very, very easily done. I started the company in 2008, right? So that's why this paranoia when things like this happen, but I see it as a huge opportunity because most people are just comfortable and they give up and get fearful. This is when you want to get greedy and understand, look, there's a lot of opportunity for me to capture market share because the masses are just going to be in reactive mode instead of being proactive, which is super important. And so the first step of that's awareness. Second step of that, which I think is important for me to have is honesty. What do you think the honesty piece means? This is so valuable into the current marketplace where it's at right now. What's that honesty have to do with mostly? What's that? Honesty with yourself. And so the first question you've got to ask yourself daily in this, understandably, is am I doing the work required for the results I want? Am I doing the work required for the results I want? Very, very important piece here. Second piece here, what's the honesty with my patterns? The things that get you all the most are the things that you can't see but everyone else can see. Really the things that you can't see. And this comes down to how am I showing up, what's the time I'm showing up, what am I doing? It's very, very important. And this is what I got to get to understand, look, what's my honesty with myself and the willingness. I'm looking to deep in, look deep inside and be real with myself about how have I been showing up in a marketplace that's not the same? You can get away with that when the market's super hot and there's a frenzy, but when there's not a frenzy and there's 25% less sales and 8% interest rates, you can. and here's the crazy part. What do you think it usually, what do you think that, that deep down, do you think they even know that? They're not even remotely aware. Not even remotely aware. And so here's the part where I want you guys to understand. If you're willing to look at this, it's a gift. It's an awareness, and it's, the deeper I have honesty, the more powerful I can be with myself. And the more powerful I can be as a being on the inside coming out, which is too important. So the third part of that, then you have to ask yourself this question is, what am I not seeing? What am I not seeing? This is a tough one. 
You're brand new and you have no deals, but you leave at 2 o'clock. What I'm not seeing is I have to be able to pay the price to get to the point where I can have 10 pending, whatever it is in that scenario. But here's the deal. What am I not seeing? What am I not good at? Was it the client who wasn't qualified or was it I wasn't good enough to get them signed? Was that lead not good or was I not good enough on the phone to get them converted to my bucket? And the question you have to ask yourself is, can somebody convert that person? Most of the time the answer is yes. And so I have to be good at understanding what am I not seeing where I can be able to see around that and ask myself a better question so I can change my perspective so I can get better as a closer long term, which is super important. Very, very, very important piece. Fourth part here, which is a little tough, which is very one of the most powerful questions that I, I've learned to ask myself through Warrior. And the question is, where am I lying to myself? Where am I lying to myself? This is hard, but it's one of the most powerful questions you can ask yourself because we as humans tend to lie to ourselves a lot more than anybody else. And so the better way I can get to understanding this and really getting deeper on this, understanding myself and my patterns at a deeper level, the more I can eliminate those challenging ones, the more powerful I can be as a human being and really as a salesperson and a closer. But to do that, I have to do what? Slow down, step back, and really get to the third person and evaluate myself unconditionally without emotion around it. Super important piece there. These two here are connected. Why? Because one doesn't work without the other one. And this is not for the brand new person. Really, somebody who's been here for a while, who sees the market shifting, who has lots of potential, who can make a lot of money, but they're not making the right adjustments at the right time. My job as leaders is help show that to you and give you the gift to make that shift before it gets to be where it's too painful. Super important. But here's the thing. Agents are doing this everywhere. Not just here. I see it. I talk to my friends about it as well. Third piece of the whole puzzle here. Metrics. Metrics. What do you think I'm at? Why is that in there? Can't be aware of what you have going on if what? If you're not tracking it, here's the crazy part. Most of the time we're not aware at all. Myself included. Here's the deal. Most of the time I feel a certain way. So the first gift that you need to give yourself in this scenario when you're going through this in this market shift is you have to be able to give yourself eyes to see. We talk about that a lot in Warrior. Eyes to see. Most of the time we're not aware of our patterns and how our, our results are showing up from our patterns. We're just going through the motions and it's really only one or two degrees off. We're doing most of the work, most of the things, um, and ultimately what happens is we're not really aware that we're only two degrees off. That two degrees is costing us all the results in the back end. They're not getting the result. They're doing most of the work. And so where in my life am I not showing up with the extra intensity to get all the results in the back end, but I'm doing the work anyways? And it's powerful to understand why most people are going through the motions and they're doing 80%, but they're not getting the results in the back end. Because why? They don't have the extra intensity on the back end that they need to get all the results on the, on the final piece. Does that make sense to you guys? Which I think it's super important for me to understand. And so I have to be willing to understand. And that means taking work to work. That means taking time to do that. Take time to do what? Track the numbers. Ask the numbers. I, I think one of the best gifts you have is one-on-one. -on -one. You say, look, what do my numbers look like? What's my huddle tenants look like? What's my deals? Look, he knows how many you got in a contract per quarter, per month, per week, all that stuff, which is very powerful. And so I think you want to take time to understand that so that you can give yourself the gift of eyes to see what's happening in your market, your, your business real time. Very, very, very important. 
Second piece, what's my attendance metrics? That's the number one simple one. What's the most important metric they track in school? Attendance. More so than grades. Seriously, right? At least that happened in my school when I was there. Yep. So why do you think they track attendance? Because it matters, yeah. The kid's not there, they're not going to have the same success as the kid that is there. It's just how humans work. It's how your brain works. You have to have that presence and be there to be able to soak in and learn and understand what's going on and to have that association with everyone else around you to be a part of that school, a part of that class, a part of that culture that you're a part of there. And so it just is what it is in that scenario. That's why it's the number one most important track metric in school at all. Ever been the kid in like sixth grade had perfect attendance? You guys ever had that? We had a couple kids there like sixth grade and never missed a single day. That's crazy, right? That's the same thing you want to have that mindset here. You don't have to be here all day, every day, but you want to have the best attendance in a way. Why? Because it's just how success works. Most of it is just showing up consistently so that you can get the compound effect reward on the back end and make sure you can have that piece, which is super important. Third piece of the metrics aspect. You want to be all in understanding what your four keys are. Why is that on here, you think? I wasn't list each one separately, but I just put it as four keys. Why? I'm trying to give you guys the gift of me not having to, to be on top of you or do these things where, like, look, how can I self-manage, self-distance myself to win and whip everybody's ass in this market shift? The four keys part, these are the most important metrics of the week, really, right? One of the contract. The dials, the agency agreements, which is face-to-face -face sign, and how many I'm calling my bucket. That's how you win regardless of what's happening. So if I don't know my numbers are tracking, even take time to do it, I'm not going to be able to win that metric, which is super important. But I can know that, hey, look, if I'm missing one of those, it just tells me what I got to work on the next week. I think you had, what, four out of five, and you missed dials last week or something, right? Something simple. And so that should be a lesson. You're like, hey, look. How far off or where do I get that little piece where I could have got that five out of five? And so what I look at is where else does that show up at? You see what I'm saying? And I, I showed you I look at them too, right, in detail. Because I was thinking, you missed that five out of five just by a few dials, I think, whatever it was, right? So that's something that's important for us to, like, look and understand. Like, look, what's my true numbers? But I have to be what? Number one, I have to be honest with myself about what it is. And number two, I have to be aware of it. But if I don't track it, I'm not going to be aware of where I'm even doing wrong, which is just a suicide mission from a sales standpoint in terms of what that is, which is very important, right? And the fourth metric, which I think is super important, is I must make sure I'm tracking my pending. Now, there's parts of this. I just try to put this under one. Pending's going to be what? Obviously, my number pending. But really, I want you guys to understand the offers written to offers accepted. And offers accepted to offers closed. I'm looking for the pattern. There's always a pattern. It doesn't matter if in life, in business, there's always a pattern. And so the better I can get at sniffing out and understand the pattern that's costing me money, the better I can fix it and the faster I can fix it, okay? Anything you have, like same thing with, with your body. Work out, work out in the gym every day, all these things. But if I have a pattern to eat in bad, guess what? That's cost me all my results. I've been there a million times. Right? It's the same thing in business where I'm doing everything really right except these one or two things. My job as a true business person and an elite salesperson is to sniff that out. If I just look at that and can see it now, guess what I do? 
Now fix it. It's super, okay. I just think through the process. Okay, what am I missing? What am I missing, All right? What am I not seeing that's really costing me this here that I have to have this awareness from? And so these three pieces work together and it allows me to get better faster. Is it hard? Yeah, it's hard. It's not easy. I can just come go through the motions and make some dials or I can be elite and do these things here and I grow a lot faster and a lot better, which is what my job is to help you guys get to quicker. Okay, this is like the 303 level of classes, right? 101 is like making dials, doing the stuff. But once I get up here, this is how I get much better at adjusting and making sure I'm doing very, very good in terms of what I'm doing here. Fourth piece. This is important right now as the shift happened is the mechanics. What do you think that means, mechanics? The actual mechanics of the shift matrix. What does that mean there, you think? Here we got, give me something. Your actual skill set? Yes, that's the first word I had, skill set. What does that mean? Like, dude, you gotta be good. Market shifts, we have more agents than we've ever had. Deals drop by 25%. What does that mean? I just got to be 25% better. So I have to be much better at making sure that my skill set. First part is I have awareness, right? But I'm also making sure I sharpen it very good. And sharpen is going to come down to my influence. Rates go up. Objections go up. Right? I want to be very good at influencing people understand, hey, look, no big deal, rate's 8%, but here's the thing, we're going to marry the house and date the rate. So once rates go back down, which they're saying they probably will first quarter of next year, we're going to refinance and get you back down to a 5% rate, no problem, but now you're locked in, you're getting income, and you're also uh, utilizing your time with your family. Rates are super important in the short term, but if I can get them around to understand the big why around it, it's going to make a big difference for them. You guys remember this, but I need you guys to have awareness and honesty of understanding your skill set. So if I'm brand new, this is my biggest point of leverage right here. Why? All these things that feel redundant, yeah, but I'm going to have to change the way that you think and see everything in terms of sales. And so you got to be obsessed with podcasts, with the trainings, with all the other ones that we have so that you can just learn to speak a different language much faster. And really you understand the psychology of sales. Even ones that's been here for three or four years, now is the time you have to level your skill set up because guess what? The masses and other brokerages aren't doing that. They're talking about it, but they don't even have the resources to understand and do that. We've invested really thousands and thousands and thousands and tens of thousands, myself, hundreds of thousands, in learning from people who can help us understand and get this skill set better from influence and psychology. Second piece of that, which is super important, is I must make sure I'm getting very good at role play. One of my buddies is having, he has two mandatory calls with his team at like 7.30 on like Tuesdays and Thursdays and all they do is role play. Everything over and over and over and over and over. I'm not one that has to babysit like that, but the reality is you want to be role playing everything. Face-to-face -face appointments, phone appointments, objections, because as the marketplace changes, objections change, so I want to be what? Ahead of those so I can anticipate and get much better what those objections are so that I know I'm not practicing on the field real time and I can make sure I get ahead of that in that scenario. Third piece of this, mechanics, I have to be obsessed with getting these better. I want to make sure that I'm very, very purposeful about listening and replaying all my presentations and face-to-face -face interactions, even my phone calls. 
Why? Why does that matter now? Unless you're obsessed with listening and replaying all my interactions, phone calls, face-to-face appointments, even showing, I even do showing and writing offers. Why? The market shifted, so consumer mindset has shifted, so I can't even see some of the objections we're having. I just feel that something's just not the same. People aren't buying as easy. People aren't, so I need to go back and do what? Listen in third party so I can hear what they're saying because when I'm face to face with them, I'm not actually hearing what they're saying. I'm thinking about what I'm going to say next. That makes sense, you guys? When I'm in the zone in the moment, I'm not thinking about what they're saying in really in true real time. I'm thinking about what I'm going to say next, not what they're actually saying between the lines. And so if I can go back and listen in third party, now I can read between the lines and I can hear what they're truly saying, not what just the words come out of their mouth are. And so they may say one thing, but when I listen to it, I understand that, hey, look, they just got a lot of fear in the way they're, they're doing it. And I hear this all the time. Like you're, if I have an interview, I don't really care what they're saying in terms of words. I look for language. I look for victim language. If I'm interviewing somebody and they have victim language and they blame their boss and blame everybody else, guess what that does? That explains to me what their mindset is and so I can really understand that when I don't usually hire them. Period. Because I don't want a victim mentality person that works for me. But you want to be able to go back. But when you're in the zone and you're trying to close people and you're making 100 dials, whatever it is, you have to go back and listen and understand. Just like any time we listen to the money phone, what happens? And what do they think, though? They think they're following the script. We listen to the money phone, and guess what? It's not even close to the script. There's long delays in between, but we can't figure out why we're not closing people. And so right now, more than ever, as the market has shifted... And as consumer confidence has shifted, consumer mindset has shifted, everything's different about the consumer. We're not taking the time to go back and make sure that we're listening and replaying our interactions with our clients so I can do what? Make the one or two small shifts that are going to make or break the difference in the back end. It's the biggest gift that you can give yourself if you have the discipline.